0: Hello, everyone. This is episode 56 of the BTG podcast. I'm um, Ayana and I am here with AO Show. <laughs> and we are going to touch on some of the biggest topics that happened over the past few weeks um, well, the past week or two. But the main thing uh, Tiger Woods is back on top. Tiger. Yep. um recently won the Masters. Um, I think this is his 15th altogether. But this is his biggest, this is the biggest comeback um, knowing what everything he had to go through especially with the trials um, and the controversy. But um, yeah, he's back on top. So um, congrats to Title Woods. I was glad to see him. Um, I was glad to see him win really because I feel like anybody that fights adversity um, should deserve to get you know I, they should deserve to be smiling again you know what I'm saying so um, this is really big to him um, not only um, that that came out um, an interview with him I don't he was 14 years old when the interview came out um and the journalist uh, asked him what is what does he have his mind set on mostly and he said winning the masters because of how they treated black people um not too sure necessarily what it was what it meant but this honestly was the first video for some people seeing Tiger Woods claim his uh, his African American side because you know Tiger Woods has really been on the outskirts when he mm-hmm. did what did he when he did the interview with Oprah was it was it Oprah he did he say he was like part or something like that I, I don't were, remember he, yeah but I know I know what you're talking about but I know there was it was it was a particular interview that got people talking about like. Oh Tiger do I want to claim who he is and stuff like that. You know, black people. I feel like are very sensitive. You know, I'm black. My I'm black, and I know how, are, how black people are. You understand, Joe? Uh, yeah, I know. I know
1: what you mean. Yeah,
0: but pretty much anything can get people triggered. So I feel like um, you know, Tiger Woods uh, saying whatever he said had people feeling how they felt, and you know, yeah. So. Um, yeah, that interview was pretty cool to see that. I've never seen that um, interview. They probably – and it's just so weird that stuff like that pops up. And, you know, what's so crazy is around the time that that situation happened, Instagram wasn't big like that. So to really be honest, that interview probably had already surfaced, but because of the the, the uh, the what is it, the power of the social media platform, Instagram. I think Instagram is better than all the social media platforms, but the social, the, the, the way that it has, had you know, allowed that video to get across to everybody, um that's my first time seeing it. And I know it's been around for a while. I know that video has been somewhere. But they have been hiding that video because they knew they didn't want nobody to see um, Tiger Woods claiming that side of himself. You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, you know the media; they can do stuff like that. So it's just so mm-hmm. crazy that that pops up right when he wins the Masters, and that's what he's saying on the video. But yeah, that, that was cool. Um, anyways, but um, yeah, what did you have to say about that, Joe? If you had anything.
1: I, to I thought think? it was really cool, you know, for him to come back and get his win like this. Everybody was really counting Tiger out, and uh, you know he's been to the Masters since he's had his surgery. And um, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and you know. I didn't even know about his surgery all altogether. I knew he had a surgery, but basically he has three pieces missing in his back and they kinda of fused it all together. So oh. most people like that can't even stand or walk for a long periods of time, but he went and did the entire Masters tournament and ended up winning with a fused back. Wow. So I thought that was really I thought that was dope. And, you know, this is what his his fifth win. So I think that's great. Because he really defied the odds, and proved everybody wrong. Everyone was talking trash and saying, you know, he's going to come to the matches again, but he's not going to win. And you yeah. know, he needs to sit down, he needs to retire, all that stuff. But he really showed everybody. So yeah. I, I, you know, hats off to Tiger Woods for that. And I think after this, he he may he may hang it up. You know, he feels he may feel validated with five wins, or he may try to go for another one. And I yeah. feel like he might be mm-hmm. in the shape to do that.
0: Hey, um, you know, whatever he does, whatever he does, I feel like he's still the goat. <laughs> that's my I mean opinion.
1: like I'm my whole fan knowledge fan. of golf is is Tiger Woods. I know nothing of golf besides Tiger Woods. So right. That's... <laughs> that's, that's,
0: what I tell people, that's what I tell people when they mention the goat of stuff. When you mention when you say the goat of a particular sport, you gotta think of the first person that you think of when you think of that sport. So like yep. when you think of tennis, I'm gonna be honest, I think of Serena Williams. I don't think of anybody else. I don't think exactly. of Ash. I don't. I think of Serena Williams and what she's done. When you think when you talk about swimming, you think of. I think of Michael Phelps. Um, you know when you think about um, football, I immediately think about. I'm gonna just be honest. Peyton Manning. I, I think of him. But
1: That's Tom Brady.
0: I've always been a Tom Brady fan, but I. I <laughs> be honest about it. When you when you ask some people in these conversations who are they who are they who do they think of? Okay. Still gonna think of Peyton, and some people going to think of Tom Brady. They're both, yeah, yeah I get you. They're, bo- they're both very, very, uh, they're both very big in their sport uh, and have done a lot. So, um, yeah, I mean, some people, you, you got to Really, to be honest, the people in Atlanta might say Michael Vick. I'm gonna be real. Exactly. Yes, yeah, that's has true. A different. Everybody has a different people. But when you talk about basketball, when you say who's the goat. Ain't nobody else coming to mind except for MJ. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> if you're gonna ask me that question, now you got some people that are gonna say LeBron, but those are people's preferences. You have to they are gonna say Kobe. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what, you gotta be honest with it. And when you when you get down to golf, the only person that she could think of is Tiger Woods.
1: There's no exactly.
0: nobody else you can think of. Phil Mickelson, no. Piper Woods is always going to be the number one person that comes to mind when somebody talks about um, talks about golf. Period, and and that's yeah. what I feel like. That's what I feel like. Determines a goat in their sport, the greatest of all time in your sport. Yeah, I would say Piper Woods. I would say Serena Williams in tennis. That's just my opinion. Oh, um, well, of course, of course. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of different sports, and you, you know, you it's a lot of different sports that are out there that you know. Everybody has their preferences of who they. Consider the GOAT, but you know, those are, you know, yeah, I definitely consider Tiger, our uh, title was the GOAT of, of golf. Um, so, off to the Lakers Luke Walton Magic Johnson drama. Luke Walton is no longer the coach of the Lakers. He's now the coach of the, is it the, uh, what do you get to think about? Is it the Grizzlies? Not too oh, sure. Oh, wow. I'm See, I, I didn't even know. I
1: thought, I thought he was just out. I didn't think he got with another team just yet.
0: Oh no, they signed him immediately. I'm surprised he even got with a team. I'm just like, I never really considered Luke Walton that good of a coach. I mean, no, exactly. Maybe that's just me being hypocrite you know, not—I would say being a hypocrite, but I, I never really thought he was that good at basketball. But uh, his father was. <laughs> but I yeah, really definitely. Was at basketball, but his father was very is uh, a legend. So, um, shout out to Bill Walton and um, yeah, Luke Walton. You know, I don't know, um, but. I,
1: but I mean, the the sons the sons are never as good as their father. But I mean, look at look at Michael Jordan's kids.
0: <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, that's usually how that's usually how it is. Uh, so yeah. But uh, on to it. I think Magic Johnson uh, he he uh, let go of the position because it was too much for him. You know, he wants to have fun, like you said. And I'm yes. glad, glad he did that. You know, I'm glad he did that. Don't let those people run you crazy because LeBron is trying to you know build his dynasty, but He's gonna be back on the prowl after this, after this off season, trying to find him a team and hopefully Anthony Davis on going go to go to the Lakers and they're gonna have a you know a tandem but I don't know um, how that's looking right now
1: but uh, yeah it's it's hard to call it's hard to call I just think that um, that whole situation with Magic is a little funny because you know he went out and said it on Twitter and on, like to the press before he even talked to Jeannie Bust about you know leaving and all that stuff but I I just thought that was kind of funny about He's like, yeah, you know, I just want to go to my own friend's basketball games and stuff and not think that I'm trying to persuade them to come to the Lakers. I just want to do this and that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, okay. But <laughs> also you got a job to do at the end of the day. So just, I, I just,
0: yeah, It was just funny to sure. me. He does didn't want to do it. And LeBron James also said he had a meeting with him like two days or a day before, and he didn't even mention that he was going to uh, leave the team. But you want to tell you what really probably upsetting him is the D'Angelo, uh, D'Angelo Russell. I oh, think yes, yes. I the whole thing with them letting D'Angelo Russell go is really getting to them. Because I'm telling you right now, Brooklyn and uh, uh, the Philadelphia Sixers play tonight. If, yes. if the Brooklyn Nets win this game tonight, I am picking them to beat the Sixers in this uh, series. I know it's early. I know people are going to think I'm crazy because I'm saying this, but I am picking. I've, I've told you all before this, before this playoff started that I was going for D'Angelo Russell when I was rooting for him. If they win this game tonight, I'm telling you right now, they will beat the Sixers and they will be going on to the next round. Now, that's, I don't know how they're going to do it in the next round, but I know that D'Angelo Russell is playing some good basketball. He is. He is. He's, he's in his
1: sweet, sweet spot right now.
0: Yeah, and I've been saying that they made a huge mistake by letting him go. If the Lakers had him, the way everything would be totally different with him, I'm be honest. They probably would be in the playoffs right now if they had D'Angelo Russell and LeBron. I'm pretty sure they would rather have D'Angelo Russell and Lonzo Ball, Ray, Ray John Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. John- yeah, I, I could agree you- with that. Yeah, why would you not want him? And look at how he's playing, though. Like- exactly. I mean, it's, it's 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 like he just popped out of nowhere, just playing crazy. I'm just like, y'all let this dude go. But yeah, that's and I, that's I think
1: thing. at at that point when that whole kind of he recorded everybody's scandal broke out. He wasn't playing at that level, so they were like, ah, oh, this guy's disposable. So I think that's how they looked right. at it. And you know, it came back to Vitamin A's right. years later.
0: Right, so. and he's probably somewhere laughing because he's like, you know, they gave up on me. And usually, that yep. that's been his motivation. is so exactly, exactly. Good. Like the fact that they gave up on me and think that I was going to be anything. And that's usually some some it takes some players time like that to get to get good. But you got to remember, DeAndre left was still like twenty three or twenty two or something. Like he's yeah. still young, so it's just like I, I don't understand that, but yeah. I'm rooting for them today um, to play when they go against the Sixers, and um, I think the Warriors. You already know they play the LA Clippers. You already know how that's going to go. It's not
1: even, Yeah, that's the that's easy. That's the land for y'all. So yeah, not I'm, even, I'm not even going to watch it.
0: <laughs> right. I didn't go mention that game, but um, I'm definitely going to be tuned into that uh, Brooklyn Nets and Sixers game tonight. And um, is there anybody that's uh, any teams that's really um, that, that's standing out to you in the playoffs right now? Um. Out the east,
1: I'm going I, – I want to go for the Bucks, but I don't know.
0: I mean, what? Yeah, the Bucks are definitely – I think the Bucks are going to the finals. I mean, that's just my, yeah. my pick.
1: But I I feel like like I see them going and then losing, unfortunately. But I I do see them making it well, that
0: far. Well, I do what you're saying, but I don't see nobody being able to stop uh, Giannis. I don't think nobody's going to be able to stop Yes, yes. I don't care who, t- what team it is. I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop this man. Like, he's unstoppable. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop him. That's why I can definitely say, when you have one one player like that, like, I honestly feel like LeBron is not in the playoffs, but Giannis is kind of like the LeBron of the playoffs right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in the playoffs can stop him, not even the Warriors. I feel like if they played the Warriors, the Warriors would not even be able to stop this dude. Like, he's that good. So when you have a player like that, you could definitely win a championship. You could definitely win a championship. You, definitely a championship. you can definitely get to the finals. Uh, whatever, but not only do they have him, but they have a good team around him as well. Like Eric yeah, Bledsoe I was gonna say players. they built they built
1: some good pieces around him for sure. Yeah,
0: the Bledsoe plays really well, and I, I just feel like they definitely have a, a big they have a they have a huge chance of getting to the finals. So I'm definitely gonna um definitely definitely saying that uh it's it's gonna be the Warriors and the Bucks to me in the in the finals, but it could change. Um, you know, Houston's looking good. I'm not gonna lie. They look good against Utah Jazz. Um, yeah, they've been doing.
1: They've been doing pretty good.
0: And I'm just like, you know, hey, they're gonna play the Warriors, and I'm really hoping the Warriors are ready for what you know is ready are ready for them because you know, I remember when they had Chris Paul that year, and the only reason why they won is because Chris Paul got hurt. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I'm
0: hoping, I'm hoping it's different this year, but um, you know, we'll see. Um, all right, on to the next. Uh, Freddie Gibbs Mad Lib um, album. They're supposed to be releasing that um. Releasing yeah, it comes album.
1: out uh, next month, Bandana. So this is the continuation yeah. to uh Pinata that they put yeah. out back in 2000... I No,
0: 2013. So yeah. Oh yeah, I'm excited about that one. That's gonna
1: be. Yeah, good. so I'm I'm really hyped about that. I I still spin that vinyl like at least weekly. Right. Because Madeline is just like the legendary producer, really underrated.
0: Yeah, he's legendary. Uh, Freddie right
1: Gibbs just with the wordplay all the time, so I, I'm, right. I'm hyped to see what, what's going to come with that for sure.
0: Yeah, and Ari Lennox, um, she just announced that she's going to be releasing an album in May, I believe. Yep. And uh, she, like you said, she's also going on tour. A lot of people to uh, catch up on her, and uh, I love her music, so I'm actually excited for her debut album um, with Dreamville. That's going to be yeah, cool. Yeah, going to
1: be good. That's going to be good. She she'll be a Charlotte in June for sure.
0: Yeah, yep. that's going to be cool. Also, the Old Town Road is climbing charts. Uh, That song is actually a good song. So I'm not sure how they took that off the country. How did they take that song off the country? Um, Billboard, uh, Billboard charts. That is so crazy. (laughs) It's like, it's like, and I'm not necessarily saying all white people, but I'm saying like white people always include themselves into our stuff, but we
1: yeah, but they don't let us do the same. I I, know what you
0: mean. Never let black. They don't never like black people. Like, I mean, it's so crazy to me because it's like yep. this song is a country song. Like, I I heard it today on the radio. I'm like, it's a country song. Like, what do you, exactly. you saying? You, so you're going you to tell me it's not a country song? I Completely hate how they do that. And that, that's because they have those white people in those positions to do that stuff. These same people that say Rihanna's music is, is soul music. <laughs> I ain't never heard Rihanna make a soul, uh, soul song. No, Rihanna's a pop star. Exactly, so I'm never this is the thing like you you these people really don't know what they're really doing to me. Yeah. and I really just think it's billboard because they're probably so all you know they probably have white people all around, and it's pissed mm-hmm. on I just don't get it, so it's it's crazy to know that that song got removed, and I'm listening to it, and it's like it sounds just like a country song, I'm like what. What exactly is different? If this was a white guy, he would be on the country. He would, it, The song would be on the country chart. So yeah. because a black guy, you can't put it on the country chart. That don't make no sense to me. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, so and I, I think, think, I think they they feel a completely different way if when Eminem first came out, they didn't put him on the rap charts. And mm-hmm. now with people like Jeezy and all those guys, if they didn't put them on the rap charts, I think they feel a certain type of way. So I feel like if they're going to be – Selective with who they allow on their charts and things like that. We gotta kind of take it back and start owning our own charts and everything like that as well to kind of create that barrier to entry like they created for that, for that boy.
0: Yeah, it's a little crazy. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't understand it, but uh, you know maybe maybe it'll get. Uh, maybe- you know, I don't know. It's a country song in my book, so I, I don't. Well, I, don't know. I think
1: I think since that's he did the remix with uh with Billy Ray Cyrus, he did get back onto the country chart because he we he did that remix with him. Sure, who's a yeah. country artist. So. Yeah,
0: that particular one is the one I'm talking about. I'm like, this is a country song. There's no way you can't say this is not a country song. It's, that's crazy to even say it's not. Um, yeah. Also, we're gonna say the last. Uh, the best. The last. Anderson Pack released. Really, um, am I saying it right? Ventura. Ventura.
1: Yeah. Was.
0: Yeah, they released this album. Sick. Um, I haven't got to listen to all the tracks. But I did listen to the, listen to the track on Andre 3000. Um, uh-huh. It was pretty sick. So I'm gonna have to get back to the full album. But just the fact that Anderson Pat, you know that I'm definitely gonna be tuned into that album. Um,
1: yeah, I, th- I think I think you'll enjoy it. It's it's a pretty dope album. I, yeah. I, I took um some time off this weekend to really listen to it. Not like since since mid past I've really only been listening to Missy Hustle and then. Anderson Peck put out this album, and I kind of stopped one minute and played that. And I played it all the way through about three times. So I really do enjoy that album. It's a lot more soulful than Oxnard was. I'll say that. Uh, he's got some really good features on there. He's got Henry, Two Thousand, Smokey Robinson, right, Brandy. Wow. He's got a Nate Dogg feature. Uh, so it's, it's off the chain. I, I, I think you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's definitely, He's like I said, he's one of my favorite artists. So I'm, I'm definitely going to tune into that when I get some time. Um, I just really haven't had any time to really listen to any kind of music, but I'm definitely going to get to that. And, uh, yeah. So um, anything else you want to mention before we finish this episode up? Episode um,
1: No, I just want to really shout out to people that are really, you know, not thinking Missy Hustle passing lightly and doing the right type of things. And everybody that really signed that petition to get the, um, Intersection in that section, uh, uh Chris Rollins Spots and change, and you House is honored too. So, shout out to everybody that really signed that. I know I signed a petition and stuff too, but okay. um, just really shout out to everybody that did that and everybody that's really you know affected by it and have you know wanted to make changes and take things more serious. So, that's it,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was a, a real big uh passion for the hip hop community. Mm-hmm. Uh like I said, you know, we gotta try you know. Life goes on with it. Um, it's unfortunate that that happened. Um, yes, it's, it's I. You know, it's kind of hard to talk about. I don't really talk about any really celebrity death to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's kind of one of those things, really hard to talk about. And uh, you know, just yeah, like you said, people got to take stuff more serious and try to do more. I think the biggest thing, like I said, hopefully more people will try to do their own thing when it comes down yeah. to it, activity. Um, clearly, Nipsey Hussle was already on that, um, and if you see people that are, that are, you know, people that you know of, family members, friends, you know, anybody that you see doing positive stuff, trying to do positive things, and you know how the world is, especially being black, um, trying to do positive things and trying to, you know, just build something, support it. Um, it's Exactly. Not as hard. It's not as hard as what people make it. You know what I'm saying? I I think it's unfortunate that we have people that are, you know, that that know that know of you, but might not want to support you because of who you are. But that's the idea. Would you think Nipsey Hussle would like that? He didn't. That's what he preached about in his music. I mean, you know, as black people, we have to be a lot more um, supportive of our people when it comes down to. Black-owned businesses, all kinds of stuff. We have to be more supportive, and it starts with you. You know what I'm saying? It starts with you. You could look at anybody and say, "Oh, I could do that," or "I could be doing that," whatever, whatever. But are you doing it? Nope. So just support the people that are doing it. Why do? You, why 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 does it have to be a competition of who could do what or I could do this? Or I'm not going to support so and so because you know what I'm saying? People don't realize support can take people a very long way. So whether you wanna do it or not, the show don't stop and you know, and that's just that. I think that's what Nipsey Hustle preached. Like he said, the marathon continues. Whether you support yep. me or not, or whether you support this guy or not, or whether you support her or not, they're still gonna to continue to do their thing. So it's either you do or you don't. You know what I'm saying? So uh that's pretty much I think uh Nipsey Hustle hopefully has instilled into a lot of people over these past past week or so is passing people probably learned a lot about themselves people are probably learning more about ownership learning more about trying to build stuff for themselves that's really what life is all about exactly yeah thing stood out to me that Nifty hustle put in, put on something that he said create something that you're proud of and you know that's the biggest thing in life period you know creating creating something that you're proud of that'll that'll take that'll go a very long way more than anything and I I'm I I can be want to say because like when I've when I've created what I've with B C G uh, that's the main thing that I kept telling myself, I'm super proud of how far it's coming and what's what's in store. So just uh, you know, like I said, NIPLs we've done a lot, especially over these past uh these past this past week or, or two. Even artists are saying it's teaching them stuff, maybe some of these artists can step more outside of their communities and start doing more because some of these some of these artists don't do a lot for the communities. You exactly, could tell about, yeah. the picture about You could tell about how they act. They don't do a whole lot about their. They don't do a whole lot for their cities. They really don't. It's so crazy to see so many of these dudes saying, "Oh yeah, Nipsey, this is this. all right, cool." So what did you do for your city today? <laughs> I'm not even trying to be mean, but a lot of these dudes really do not do a whole lot for the community and where they're from, and it's unfortunate because you have so much money. You see people like us, and we don't even have as much, and we still want to do stuff, but we really can't because we don't have the funds to do so but you do and you still don't so what does that say about you it right. says a lot about nipsey hustle and this is why he's getting the respect that he's getting after his passing and while he was here because of stuff he did stuff like that so yeah um shout out to nipsey hustle and hopefully hopefully people are still keeping his family in their prayers you know through this, through this tough time because it's, it's gonna be tough it's gonna be real tough so yeah. That's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it for our episode fifty six. So, 56, though, um, is there anything else you want to say, Jeff? No,
1: that was it. I thank everybody for continuing to listen and support us through uh, all our content.
0: Right, and if you do check out the podcast, next you leave reviews, that'll be good. We would love to see more reviews on the uh, on the uh, what is it the the app store app store page. But yeah, that'll be cool to see how people feel about the podcast and what we should expand on or what we should work on for the next episode. Yeah, so, definitely. Yep. So, all right, Joe. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the BPG Podcast, Episode 56. We'll be back next week to talk. Yes, we will. And once again, thank you guys for listening.